Lectio Divina is a contemplative reading of the scriptures intended to help us grow deeper in relationship with God in the way that God is revealing God's own self through the scriptures. One of the ways we read the scriptures is by joining in this practice that has been stewarded by the monastic tradition since the third century. Lectio Divina historically has four parts or movements as we make our way through a passage of scripture. Lectio, Meditatio, Oratio, Contemplatio, or in English, reading, reflecting, responding, and receiving. To these four traditional movements, we add a space to get ready on the front side and some time to review on the back side. For more resources and an overview of Lectio Divina, please visit us on our website at theabbeycolumbus.church. We're going to begin at Invocatio. This is a place where we start out by making ourselves ready for the conversational process that Lexio Divina is designed to facilitate. So first thing, make sure that you are in a physical space with minimal distractions. And once you are, then I'd like you to take a moment to be quiet and notice if there are thoughts or concerns that could possibly distract you from the conversation that you're going to have with God. Sometimes I imagine that I'm in front of an altar and I begin to lay each of those potential preoccupations down at the altar. Some ways, kind of like going through an airport security check and you empty your pockets, take off your shoes, lay down your bag with all your stuff. And once you do that, you're clear for the next step. So let's take a moment to identify and give up our preoccupations. So having done that, I'd I like us then to recognize that we are in the presence of God. And one way to do that might be to speak to God by welcoming him into the space where you are or into this time that you're giving or more broadly into your heart and into your life. Sometimes I do it a little reverse and I imagine that like the father waiting for the prodigal to turn toward home, that the Lord has been eagerly waiting for me. And so as I approach him, I just tell him that I'm glad to see him and I'm wanting to make myself available to him and to really interact with him. So I'd like you to do that just using your own words right now. And finally, I think we just want to ask him for what we want during this time. 
And today, I'd like to pray and for you to, in a way, repeat that prayer after me, and I'll pray a phrase at a time and then pause so you can repeat that. All right, let's begin. Lord, help me to hear you. Help me to understand the implications for my life of what I hear through this text. And help me to recognize where there's a personal invitation to me in response to what you're saying. Lord, by your grace, may I desire what you reveal to me through this time. And may you give me grace to receive whatever gift you're wanting to give me. Thank you. Amen. You know, I think I'm a fairly private person. And honestly, I feel like I'm at my best when I'm alone with God. Maybe that's true for you too. And yet, I know that fundamentally to be human and in any way to be godlike is to be a person in relationship. So today, along the theme of relationships and community, we're going to come to the text in conversation with God, kind of considering three things. One, who might I need in my life? Second, who might need me in their lives? And third, how might Jesus want to be involved in giving us to each other? So now that we're at Lexio, I'm going to read today's text slowly. And again, you can always pause and read it again for yourself if, if you need to do that. And I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 15 in the New Living Translation. And it's the story of the raising of a widow's son. And let me just remind you that as you listen, just take note of what seems to be capturing your attention. It could just seem interesting to you, or maybe, I don't know, affirming to you or provoking you in some way. It may be eliciting an emotional response. It could be peace or joy or desire, or maybe even resistance. Pay attention to that, because this is likely where God is speaking. So let me read Luke 7, verses 11 through 15. Soon afterward, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain, and a large crowd followed him. A funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was a widow's only son, and a large crowd from the village was with her. 
When the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin and touched it, and the bearer stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. At Meditatio, where we are now, we, we're wanting to reflect on the implications of this text for our own lives. What is God saying to me personally through this text? Is there something he's asking of me or something maybe he's offering to me? What I'm going to have us do is to reflect one at a time from three perspectives from that of the widow, from that of the son, and from that of Jesus. And before I begin asking you questions, I'm going to read the text one more time. Listen carefully. Soon afterward, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain, and a large crowd followed him. A funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was a widow's only son, and the large crowd from the village was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin and touched it, and the bearer stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. I can only imagine that to be a woman and a widow in this particular socio-cultural context, I mean, it had to be a devastating loss for her. In a way, her son meant everything to her. Obviously, she doesn't have a husband, and particularly in their male-oriented society, not only would her son be a companion, but he would be probably a provider, and he would also serve as a social and legal advocate for his mother when it was needed. So she has lost a lot. You know, for me, in this particular passage, I really think the key phrase here is Jesus gave him back to his mother. So my first question for you, I'll give it in a couple different forms. Realizing, you know, many of us have lost a lot during these unusual COVID years. What have you lost in terms of relationships or community? Or to say it this way, what is it that you need from family or friends, from church or from a community? I want you to identify that and just tell it to God for a little bit here.
Now, you know, from the other side of this, this son is really valuable to his mother. He is so important to her. He has so much to offer her. He is a gift to his mother. And I want you to ask this. How about you? Where are you needed? To whom can you give yourself to? Where is God asking you to bring the value of your life and your gift to others? Take a little bit and talk to him about that. You know, and finally, from the perspective of Jesus, who is acting on behalf of really the mother and the son, I mean, obviously in a physical way, he has revived him and infused him with life again. And so he gives him back to his mother. And in doing so, obviously he's bringing so much to her. But I want to ask from a little different perspective, thinking about yourself, what has God been doing in you that would be a gift to others if you were in their lives in important ways? If you were in their presence, interacting with them, in relationship with them, what do you bring that others need? in terms of your gifts, but also in terms of who you are, the person you're becoming. Take a moment and talk to God about that. You know, during this process through Lexio and Meditatio, you've been listening to God, but also interacting with him over that. And you may have heard a lot or been challenged or offered some things. Oratio is our opportunity to respond to God, to express our desire what do you want to say to God about what you're hearing from him? 
What is it that you want from him or need from him? What can you say to him about what you're thinking or feeling or your desires as you process what you've heard and what he said to you? Just take a little bit now, just being honest, tell him from your heart what's in your heart in response to what he's been showing you. Now we're at contemplatio, which in a way is like totally out of our control. This is where we are receiving from God as the Holy Spirit is acting upon us. I like to think about this as, this is about impartation. It's about what we are experiencing and receiving in terms of God's love, grace, provision. It may be occurring right now in this moment or somewhere along the way as you've been interacting with God through this Lexio process. What I'm asking you is, what do you notice God is doing in you? I don't know, maybe he's been inspiring you or healing you or answering some desires you have or empowering you in some way. I just want you to take a moment to identify what he's giving you and to embrace it and to thank him for it. Do that now. And so we, we come to the end now at Operatio, where we're thinking about all the operations of our life that we will bring to bear as we live into what we have learned, as we begin to give expression to what's been transpiring in us, maybe transforming us. We're in hopes that what God is doing is taking root. It will change the way we live. And so what I like to do at this point is just resolve before God to live into what I've learned, what I've heard, what I've received during this Lexio exercise. To let him know what I hope for coming out of this experience. And I would just like to give you an opportunity to do that.
Before I close in prayer, uh, let me just say writing I find very helpful. So I have notebooks that I use and you might want to take a few minutes before you forget what's happened, but, but on your own time to write down what seems important to you from this Lexio Divina exercise. And you might ask yourself, is there anything I can share with my community group uh, or with some others in my life? Maybe what I've learned or maybe some way that you think they could help you or, or pray with you. Well, I'd like to close our time with prayer. Lord, as we continue in our day, I ask you for grace to be attentive to you in all of my life and everything that I will encounter and hear and see and be a part of, that you also make me perceptive to see what it means for me and what you may be trying to do with me or with others, and also to make me responsive to desire to say yes to your invitation, Lord, and to be willing to enter in and do whatever might be the appropriate response here. And finally, that for me and others, that we would receive the life you're giving and the grace you're giving in all of the events and encounters of our life. Thank you, Lord. Amen.